y'all. Welcome back to What's Next. I'm your host, Paige. In today's episode, I will be sharing my learning lessons, the feedback that I have received from my meditative practice. And the purpose of this is to support you and hopefully empower you to engage in this process of self-discovery through an openness, through a curious state of being. But before we get started, I'd like to begin with apologizing. Apologizing to each and every one of you. For those of you who have been following this podcast, you know that I promised to release episodes regarding or providing opportunities for engaging with yoga nidra, with meditation, and I also promised that I would provide more of my learning lessons, the feedback that I have received from my practices, again, in the hope to support and empower you. And as you, some of you know, I have not held up my promise. And I'm, I'm really, I'm genuinely apologetic. And, and I do hope you can forgive me. There's a lot of reasons why, but we don't need to get into that right now. The, the, the purpose of this episode is to focus on what I have learned about meditation, how to better and more effectively engage in the process of meditation to reap the most benefit. Now, before we begin, I am going to review some of the five elements. So the five elements are earth, wind, fire, water, and spirit. I will be discussing only a subset of these elements and equating them to our internal world, our psyche. And then once we review that, then having that understanding will help us in the learning, in the meaning-making process, in the process of how we come to understand these concepts within the context of the song itself, which will support us in really understanding how this song equates to the meditative process. So I'll be focusing on three of the five elements, wind, water, and spirit. Wind can be conceptualized as your intellect, as your ego, as the thoughts that emerge in your mind, your rational, step-by-step, deductive reasoning. That process is reflected in this element or idea of wind. Then we have this idea of the sea of water, which can be represented as your emotions, your feelings. From there, unlike in the former example of water, of sea, there's another concept that's important for us to understand before we dive into this actual, these lyrics of the song. So they they talk about this river full of memory. Well, that can be represented as our stream of consciousness or our spirit. 
that place where space and time collapse and fold together into one solid moment, that present state of awareness. Some people also conceptualize this as your connection to your higher self, your connection to God, to your higher spiritual energetic entity or divine being, whatever that looks like for you. So with those three concepts in mind, wind symbolic for intellect, the sea symbolic for your emotions, and a river can be symbolic of your connection to, for, to your connection, your soul connection to this greater spirit or entity or higher self again, whatever you prefer to call it. So with all of that in mind, I'm going to read the lyrics of this song. Where the north wind, remember that's your intellect, where the north wind meets the sea, that's your emotions. There's a river full of memory. So again, you know, in some spiritual traditions, they talk about karma and you know, getting in touch with who you truly are. It's not about becoming. It's about the the realization of who you truly are. The realization of your soul. It provides you with information of why you are here in this world, in this specific place and time. What your purpose is for being here. Okay? So again, where the north wind meets the sea. There's a river full of memory. Sleep, my darling, safe and sound. For in this river, all is found. So when I think of the the sleep, my darling, safe and sound, it's more like resting in a state of awareness. Realizing that, yes, you know, as you are going deeper and deeper into your subconscious mind as you move through, you know, that place where the north wind meets the sea, knowing that as you're navigating through this uncertainty, through the deeper levels of your psyche or soul, you are safe and sound because in this river, all is found. The the memory and the reason for your existence, why you are here on this planet and what you are meant to do in this lifetime. The next part begins like this. In her waters, deep and true, lay the answers and a path for you. Dive down deep into her sound but not too far or you'll be drowned. And that's actually, (laughs) that actually is resonating with me as to why I apologized to you all earlier. You know, I found myself in a, in a cycle, in a loop and through, so through my meditation practice, I came into the awareness of something that I needed to heal, something I needed to work on. I came into this awareness through my meditative and other other spiritual practices. 
And as I was moving between the north wind, between my intellect and the sea and my emotions, I learned that there was something within my psyche that I was allowing to hold myself back. And when it came into my awareness, I healed it. I resolved it. I kept receiving guidance and, you know, divine wisdom. Yes, it is time. Move forward. Continue with the podcast. Continue with your, you know, present responsibilities. You have been healed. Yet, I wasn't allowing myself to move forward. I (laughs) figuratively drowned myself in her sound, you know, go just going in circles and circles, realizing later that I was feeling unworthy of receiving the love and healing and wisdom that I had experienced, that I had received. I've also experienced these, these lyrics in another way. I've noticed that you know, there, there really does, I've learned that it really all is all about balance, mind, body, and spirit. And if, for me, I noticed that if I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but overly engage in these spiritual practices, it triggers my ego response because it's a protective mechanism, right? And when we begin to engage in these spiritual practices in a in an unbalanced manner it can disconnect us from reality it can disconnect us from our li- will to live for our purpose for our re- our reason for for living and being here in this moment and see when this happens it's like the north wind and the sea they it, it's you know, the wind is pushing the, 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 the sea around and, you know, you're sinking deeper and deeper and deeper into your unconscious, into your soul, into her sound. And sometimes it can end up, what I believe, it can end up reflecting where you swing back and forth between the extremes of whatever that looks like for you. It could be, you know, weeks or however long of super highly spiritual practices and then swinging back the other side of the pendulum, swinging to, you know, maybe no spiritual practices and only focusing on the physical aspect of your world, you know, working out or whatever, or, you know, your, your relationships with other people and not paying any attention to the spiritual And so that's what it means when it says dive deep into her sound, but not too far or you'll, or you'll be drowned. And see this, this kind of highlights the the need for patience and humility, you know, not forcing, not pushing, but allowing and accepting of what is, of where you're at in this moment and honoring how beautiful that is. Okay. Let's go on to the next point. Yes, she will sing to those who'll hear. And I definitely believe that, y'all. I have, and, I, and I've started noticing I, I, I am involved in, you know, spiritual circles and groups and what have you. And I, I observe a lot. And 
a lot of people will talk about this. It's really interesting how you'll begin to hear uh, feel popping sensations in your ears or high-pitched frequencies, or which I'll get into later, just actual more tangible examples of what, you know, she will sing to those who will hear. Like, there's a lot of different ways that she sings and, and, and presents information that you need to hear. And when I say she, I mean God or, so, you know, whatever. That really, can God be confined by a gender? <laughs> but I digress. So yes, she will sing to those who'll hear. And in her song, all magic flows. And this reminds me of the episode actually earlier this week with Sharon Strauss on art therapy. If you hadn't haven't had a chance to check it out, I highly recommend it. It was it was really great to be honest. I, I really love Sharon, but I digress. So we talk about in that episode very briefly about it's like when you get to this when you drop beneath your ego, when you drop beneath the tumultuous the wind and the sea, your emotions and your mind, when you drop beneath that. And, and you really engage with the present moment and slow down and really just listen, be present. It's like this creative spiritual force moves through you. And that's where, you know, people talk about energy or magic. That's, you know, or some people might conceptualize it as your Holy Spirit. You know, that's where all the magic flows. So yes, she will sing to those who will hear. And in her song, all magic flows. But can you be, can you brave what you most fear? Can you face what the river knows? So here's an example, a way to express that idea in more concrete terms. So I'll give an example. I knew something was going on. My mind was racing. My emotions were building. Y'all should see my face. <laughs> I've been breaking out because I'm tr I was working through and processing a lot of deep uh, psychological truths that needed to be heard. And it terrified me because it came up in my mind, you know, what if I'm not meant to be with my husband? What if I'm not worthy of this podcast? What if I can't have it all? You know, not that necessarily, you know, I want it all like greed. No, but can I have love in my relationships, as well as in the work that I do. Can I balance both? Can I have both? And okay, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm married now. I have a job. I, I am participating. I'm leading this podcast, but I don't feel entirely balanced. So, so what is going on? And, and that was what led me on my journey into my psyche through meditation. And I had to brave the fact of, you know, in order to get to that truth, that wisdom of, of what would help me and support me, what learning lesson I needed to become aware about my own internal world, 
I had to face the wind. My mind telling me, oh, you're going to lose your husband. It's going to, you know, that's what's going to be revealed to you. You're not, you're not allowed to experience love. You, you have to focus on your work. And then that wind begins to, you know, kick up <laughs> the sea and there, it begins to be tumultuous. And then you're, you're experiencing all these emotions. And then a lot of times what happens is that we begin to shut down our, that process of meditation and we disconnect. And so I learned that, you know, whatever my truth is, I have to step into, I need to, I want to. I finally got to the point where, and I say this with so much love for myself, but I was just tired of my own crap. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? God is going to lead me. My higher self is going to lead me to my truth, to what is in my best interest. So I'm going to take a deep breath and trust and surrender surrender beneath the tumultuous storm of the sea focusing on the breath and it allowed me to face what the river knows to face my truth and then the song picks back up again where the north wind meets the sea there's a mother full of memory come my darling homeward bound. You know, I believe as we become more aware of ourselves, more aware of the created, we become more aware of the creator, which is home, right? The truth of who we truly are. Children of God is what I believe. That's my bias. Or, you know, homeward bound to the fact that we are all human beings underneath our belief systems, our race, you know, our political ideologies, our religious preferences, underneath all of that, including the limiting beliefs that we hold about ourselves, if we can step through our conditioning of society, we, we, we drop beneath all of that. We, we shed those aspects of our programming and we lose, to an extent, You don't necessarily lose yourself, but you become more aware of yourself. You shed the aspects of yourself that are no longer serving you. You release them. So again, come my darling, homeward bound. When all is lost, then all is found. And I realized, you know, I had to surrender. I wanted to surrender my ego. I had to be, I was, had to be willing to lose myself, all aspects of myself, or at least the unhelpful ones. (laughs) And then it led me to the understanding that I, the reason why I was holding myself back, why I didn't initially get out those episodes as I had promised was that I I began experiencing self-doubt, you know? I began defining my worth based on what other people think of me, you know, and that's a codependent tendency. And I had to face that about myself, but codependency doesn't mean that we have to 
you know, cut off all relationships because that's the only way that we can be, you know, non-codependent. No, no. The last two lines of, of the lyrics, it really represents surrendering your ego, even though it feels like you're losing yourself, but you're really not. You're just surrendering it to something great, allowing something greater than yourself to move through you. And that is when all is found. Your true, authentic self. So I'm going to read it one time. Where the north wind meets the sea, there's a river full of memory. Sleep, my darling, safe and sound. For in this river, all is found. In her waters, deep and true, lay the answers and a path for you. Dive down deep into her sound, but not too far or you'll be drowned. Yes, she will sing to those who'll hear, and in her song, all magic flows. But can you brave what you most fear? Can you face what the river knows? Where the north wind meets the sea, there's a mother full of memory. Come, my darling, homeward bound. When all is lost, then all is found. And I had another thought. One of my biggest fears was that in order to step into the truth that I would be forced to surrender all of my friends, that I, my, my relationships, my husband, that I would no longer be able to keep them in my life. Because, you know, you hear and see people all the time who get divorced for work reasons or spiritual reasons and or cut people out of their lives and and see all it was was fear the wind meeting the sea more like they were like having a boxing match with each other <laughs> but I digress but if we can be willing to do that I mean that is that is a really I, I hope you find it incredibly helpful for your meditative practice again rather than a, rather than forcing it just witnessing being open to all that is and remembering when your ego mind when the when the wind begins to roar and and the the ocean begins to move tumultuously focusing on your breath focusing on that stream of consciousness that that river full of memory being open to all of your inner secrets your truth not allowing fear to blind you that is some of the most helpful advice that I can provide at this point but I do have a few more helpful pieces of information that I hope empower you and help you in your meditative practice first I would highly consider reflective journaling after you meditate. And the reason why will become more apparent after I share my learning lessons, 
my experiences. So as you all know, I've discussed how yoga, or excuse me, meditation is not about stilling or quieting the mind. Instead, it's about learning how to strengthen this mental or spiritual skill set where you are a witness to your emotions, to that sea, as well as to the mind, to the wind. So with that being said, it's helpful and important to witness all of the different ways that your mind and emotions are attempting to communicate with you. Because again, they provide you with feedback, helpful feedback. So for instance, when I was meditating, actually it happened um, a couple weeks ago, I began seeing numbers. Actually, uh, a number came up, 888. And in the past, I would have dismissed it. But this time, I decided after my meditation to look it up. What is the spiritual significance or spiritual meaning of 888? And it totally related back to what I was dealing with and, and thinking about and working through in that moment. And you may see, like, phys- you know, with your eyes closed, obviously, see the numbers, let's say, 888 or whatever, or you may see other things, such as static images. So, for instance, I see this one a lot. Feel free to close your eyes at this time if you'd like. I'm going to describe for you when I meditate sometimes what comes up. So with your eyes closed, of course, taking full responsibility for your well-being. If you're driving, please don't close your eyeballs. (laughs) But for now, imagine pitch black darkness. Solid black, the deepest absence of color that you can imagine. And then two almond shapes appear in front of you, side by side. Similar shape, kind of like the outline of eyeballs. Serving as a window to the beyond, to the unknown. And then as I, as part of the darkness, you know, I have no... Like, I can't look down and see my body, right? It's just my consciousness. As my consciousness moves toward the almond shapes, I see the outline of the world and all of the little tiny stars and specks and comets and planets in the distance. Now, I have not interpreted what that means, but that is something that has appeared in my meditative practice. And of course, if you'd like, feel free to open your eyes. And so again, I want to encourage you to journal and be mindful of all the different ways that your soul is attempting to communicate with you or your psyche again. Y'all y'all know. <laughs> Another so I talked about seeing numbers, static images, 
And I've also seen moving pictures. So a little bit of context first. My husband and I have been watching a show called Smallville. It basically is the evolutionary story of how Superman, you know, the, his trials and tribulations, how those in his childhood, adolescence, early adulthood, how that supported and shaped him into the man that we all know and love as the Man of Steel, as Superman. And so in my meditation, I experienced a dialogue between the fictional character Superman or Clark Kent with his love interest, Lois Lane. And (laughs) it revealed three main points to me that I needed to hear in that moment. It was like a movie, a dialogue back and forth between Lois and Clark. And the first point was the need to plan. The second was the innate desire, the need to create and express. And the last point was that I needed to believe, believe in something, but really I think what it was was to believe in myself. And that takes me back to, remember I was processing a lot of things a few weeks ago of believing in myself, you know, I was experiencing a lot of I was experiencing a lot of self-doubt in my relationships with my friends, my marriage, my work, all across the board. You know, my ability to effectively guide and lead this podcast. You know, I was having and experiencing a lot of self-doubt, but my and see, I'm still learning the difference between I'm learning actually how to better articulate that difference between the inner child, your soul, and and God. And that'll be a future episode. But basically what I was being told was that I needed to have faith and trust in myself. But of course, you know, it's not purely spiritual, right? There is a balanced approach that there has to be planning involved there you have to believe in yourself and then you have to go and create what it is that you think would be of value to the world you know we we all have our own individual purposes and reasons for being here so shining your individual light whatever that looks like without imitating other people just standing in your power and that's what I learned from that. And you know, if I hadn't journaled that, I would not have probably made any of those connections. So again, journaling all this is incredibly helpful. I also learned that, which kind of ties into the, the moving pictures that I just described about Smallville, which is this idea of it's hearing. Obviously not in our external world. It's like an inner hearing, an inner wisdom, an inner knowingness, right? For instance, I sometimes pray before I meditate and I prayed and I asked, you know, what words of affirmations, what positive affirmations, which we'll have an episode on in the future, don't worry. (laughs) What positive affirmations do I need at this moment that that would really help me in my soul's journey? You know, I I had chosen discipline and, and something else. I can't remember what it was now, but... Basically, it came back to me and it was like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Your words 
our self-worth and wholeness. And I was like, whoa, that's like, I think it was actually my words that I had chosen for myself, my ego had chosen, was discipline and mastery. And then like I said, my soul, God, whatever, came back and shared with me, no, the words that would best benefit you is self-worth and wholeness. And so again, being open to all of the different ways that our internal world communicates with us is incredibly, incredibly important. And part of that, so we talked about seeing and hearing, part of that too, another way that can be another medium through which to receive important information about yourself is through feeling. Remember, feelings and emotions are not the same thing. Feelings are more physically oriented. They are comprised within the body. They are the biomarkers that are connected to your emotions. So our emotions, happiness, sadness, fear, grief, joy, all of these emotions can be experienced, can be felt within the body. You know, we talk about emotions as concepts, right? This concept of sadness, this concept of love. Well, those concepts, those ideas, those non-physical things are represented in our body. And so our feelings can be highly reliable indicators of when you are beginning to submerge yourself beneath the tumultuous storm, you know, the wind and the the sea, the, the intellect and the emotions. When that begins to pick up, we begin to feel and experience that in the body. So only you know what's best for you, right? But if you can feel and stay with that, focusing on your breath, but remembering to be gentle with yourself, step by step is the key to this process. Consistency is also incredibly important. But our physical sensations, the feelings in our body, reflect the same discomfort at the level of our mind and our emotions. So when we begin to feel a lot of discomfort in the body, that could very well be indicative of the fact that you are navigating through the wind and the sea and beginning to approach closer and closer to the river, to that stream of consciousness, that river of memory. I'll give you a concrete example. So I was working through feelings of low self-worth and self-doubt. And whenever I would think about it, I would, and I was meditating, I would get like a gut punch, literally. That's how it felt in my body. And, or in, I honestly, I started noticing it outside of my meditation too. And I began making all these different connections and began journaling and really coming into the awareness of what my body was trying to tell me. You know, your your ego attempts to protect you because, you know, coming into the awareness of 
one's own conditioning, one's own programming, our codependencies, what have you, it can feel painful. And so our, our, our body, our, and which part of our body is our ego, it attempts to protect us through sensations in the body like, oh, don't go there. You don't want to go there. That, that's, that doesn't feel very good. And we are wired that way. We are wired to avoid pain and, and navigate toward pleasure. But it's like this idea you have to walk through the fire to the other side in order to experience that true transformation. And so those are my main ideas, my main learning lessons, and hopefully you find helpful hints and tips for your own meditative practice. I actually have a lot of other ideas, but for now, I'm going to leave it at this because I don't want to overwhelm you and I don't want these episodes to be incredibly long and I apologize if you can hear my dog right now. <laughs> but two, I would like to leave you with two thoughts. The first, in addition to everything else I've said, right? The first is that to be mindful of staying focused in the present moment, not worrying about the experiences that I have shared with you. It's, it's, your, it's not about attempting to experience what I have shared with you, right? That is my personal experience. And your inner wisdom knows the best way of how to communicate with you, okay? When I first started meditation, it was purely auditory within my mind, right? And then it evolved and I began to engage with this higher aspect of consciousness or spirit, whatever, in different ways. And so just meeting yourself where you're at and being open without forcing or trying to make yourself see or hear or whatever, serving as a witness, as an observer to all that is, to all that is happening in your internal world. Now I'll be segueing to the final thought I would like to share with you. I'd like to briefly read the lyrics of another song as I believe that it does a really great job of not only capturing the meditative process, but also this process of self-exploration, self-discovery, self-development. But in this example, or in this song, I will not analyze it. I will just merely read it and allow you to come to your own interpretation. Both songs can be found on the Frozen 2 soundtrack. Keep in mind, I do not own the rights to either of these songs. They were written by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. But here is another song that I would like to leave you with. Into the unknown. I can hear you, but I won't. Some look for trouble, while others don't. There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day and ignore your whispers, which I wish would go away. Oh. You're not a voice. You're just a ringing in my ear. And if I heard you, which I don't, I'm spoken for, I fear. Everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls. I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls. I've had my adventure. I don't need something new. I'm afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you. 
into the unknown. What do you want? Because you've been keeping me awake. Are you here to distract me so I make a big mistake? Or are you someone out there who's a little bit like me? Who knows deep down I'm not where I'm meant to be? Every day's a little harder as I feel your power grow. Don't you know there's a part of me that longs to go into the unknown? Are you out there? Do you know me? Can you feel me? Can you show me? Where are you going? Don't leave me alone. How do I follow you into the unknown? I hope you enjoyed both songs. The first is called All is Found. And the second, the one I just read to you, is Into the Unknown. If you have any questions or requests, please feel free to reach out to my email at whatsnextofficial2020 at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash WNpodcast. If you'd like to follow and receive other tips and inspirational quotes and scientific research, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the underscore PhD underscore Y O G I N I. And for those of you who are just beginning to follow this podcast, I highly encourage you to not only read the description of what the mission, what the purpose of this podcast is really about, I highly recommend checking that out. And then if it sounds like something you'd be interested in, please feel free to listen to the first episode and the other episodes that you may find interesting. I hope you all have a great day. Thank you again. I'm assuming that you are forgiving me, (laughs) but thank you again in advance for understanding and meeting me where I'm at. I really appreciate it. I hope you all have a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you next week as we discuss art therapy with Sharon Strauss. Actually, I said that earlier in this episode that we had already, I'd already released that, but no, I haven't. I just finished editing it (laughs) and I have it scheduled to release next week. So definitely stay tuned for that. Again, y'all have a great one. Take care. Bye.